0: Fellow creators, it's that time again. What's up? This is James from Forest Park DIY, where independent musicians learn how to manage their own damn careers. All right. Before we get started, I just want to mention that this is a listener-focused podcast, and that means that I answer questions submitted by you. So please send me an email at james at forestparkDIY, and let me know what your biggest challenges are as an indie musician. And, of course, I want to encourage you to join the Forest Park DIY community by signing up for my weekly newsletter where I share tips and strategies to help indie musicians escape that painful and confusing situation of being stuck so you can start feeling confident and inspired about the map that will get you from where you are now to where you want to be. Just go to forestparkdiy.com newsletter to sign up. And when you sign up, I'll send you my single release promo content calendar, which is a free mini course that guides you through how to effectively promote your upcoming single, giving exact details on what to post and on which platforms. So this week, when I asked the community about what their biggest challenges are as indie musicians, I got this answer. Hey, James, what's up? This is Zorik with Autophonics, uh, reaching out from Los Angeles. And in response to your question, uh, my big challenge is... Uh, the grand checklist. Um, Is there a checklist or a roadmap you're able to provide to help us uh, stay on track? Thank you. So Zorik and I were actually chatting via email about the same issue uh, a few days before, and he also added, when I feel productive, I find myself weighing out what's more important, and I lose time stressing about what I might be forgetting. Okay, esteemed listenership, can you relate to this? You ever feel like you stress about knowing which activities to spend your time on or feeling confused about which direction to go next? You're working hard, you have all this horsepower and desire to kick some ass, but you just don't know how to channel the energy. Well, Zorik, you're not alone, and thank you so much for being the one to ask what so many of us are thinking. So, is there a roadmap or a checklist you're able to provide to help us stay on track? Okay, the simple answer is yes, But the more complicated answer is that everybody's roadmap is going to look a little different depending on where you want to get to. And since I don't know the specifics of any of your situations, a customized roadmap won't be possible on this program. However, there are a few zones that we all need to be giving regular attention to that will help us move in the right direction. So I'm going to be dedicating this episode of the DIY Music Management Podcast to sharing the key to creating your own step-by-step music career roadmap. Before we dive into how to create your own roadmap, it's important to touch on the concept of zones. You can use a variety of analogies to describe what they are, like food groups that make up a healthy diet, or core areas of study you need in order to graduate, or types of physical activity needed to create a well-rounded exercise routine, dot, dot, dot. So to be candid about the metaphor, these zones are the areas of your music career that you need to be spending your time and energy on consistently in order to develop a healthy career. And depending on where you're at in your career, these zones will evolve. But seeing as though you're listening to a podcast called DIY Music Management, I'm assuming you're still in building mode, trying to establish yourself as opposed to being on a powerful label with a team to help you. And in my opinion, having a team and the relevance of a label is a whole other discussion, is where you want to be. In fact, it's the mission behind Forest Park DIY, which is to help indie musicians manage their own careers effectively so that they can become attractive to potential team members and eventually hand off the time-consuming crap, uh, let's call them responsibilities, to the experts. And when I said attract a team, I was insinuating that you can't just hire a team. You can hire coaches and consultants who can help you operate in a way to become more attractive to potential team members. But the type of people you're going to want to represent you, well, they just can't be hired. They're the managers, the booking agents, the licensing agents, and maybe labels. Now let's get back to the concept of zones, because when things have been going well in each of your zones for an extended period of time, your future team members will come to you. And as I said just a few seconds before, your project zones are the top-level main categories of activity where you need to be consistently placing your energy in order for your musical project to succeed. And for the sake of time, I'm not going to get into all the zones, and I'll do that on a later episode, but here are a few. Number one, live performance. And this would include your touring strategy or your live stream strategy. Musicality, in other words, Getting good at what makes you, you as a musician. Number three, song generation. Creating your inventory or the ammo that you need to fight this battle with. Number four, building a tribe. This is cultivating a meaningful relationship with the fans that you want through social media, mailing lists, and live performances. And number five, distribution. This is the strategy that you use in order to get your music out there into the world. And yes, there are other zones that I didn't mention in this list, and as I said, I'll get into them later on another episode. But as an artist who's still in building mode, I believe that these are where you should be focusing the majority of your energy. And when working one-on-one with people, this concept of zones becomes the foundation for building roadmaps. We look at each of these categories and decide, where do I want to be in a year? I mentioned it in a previous episode, but one of the most powerful things that you can do is to set a specific goal for yourself and then retroactively draw a map of how to go from where you are now to where you want to be. That can be taken as a general overarching strategy, but here specifically in response to Zorik's question about creating a roadmap for your music career, I want to use that concept and then also introduce the idea of zones, so that you can set specific goals for each of these areas and then retroactively draw your map to those goals. All right, so here's a little bit of imagination time. You don't need to close your eyes if you're driving. Definitely don't do that, for God's sakes, but I want you to just think about where you want to be in a year for the following areas and really dream about it. Think about where you could be in one year. And a disclaimer here, a lot of people, they overestimate where they can be in a year, but they underestimate where they can be in a longer period of time. And think of your one-year goals as pit stops to a much larger goal. But for right now, let's draw the line at one year because it gets too meta. And for the purposes of keeping this episode within an hour long, just kidding, it's not going to be anywhere near an hour long. Let's just stick with one year. Okay, so imagination time. Now, I want you to set a specific goal for each of these areas, and here are some questions to get the wheels turning. Number one, live performance. How many shows do you want to perform this year? Or if you haven't performed your first show yet, by what date do you want to make your premiere? Number two, musicality. Have you identified what aspect of your musicality gives you your unique voice? And if not, how many hours of communion are needed every week in order to achieve that this year? Number three, song generation. How many songs do you want to write this year? And as an aside, I aim to write a new song every week. And you don't need to write that much, but just remember that new songs are the ammo for helping you fight this fight. And if you don't write songs, if you're the type of artist that uses other people's compositions, this applies to you too. You need to be searching for those songs. Number four, building a tribe. How many Instagram followers or mailing list subscribers do you want to have at the end of the year? How many posts do you need to make every week in order to achieve that? All right, and lastly, number five, distribution. How many songs do you want to release this year? And to talk directly to you, Zorik, I love that you use the word roadmap, and that's because the goals that you set for each of these zones, they become a destination that you eventually want to arrive at. And besides, I think that we all have an allergy to the word checklist at some level. And I mean, think about it. Who wants to dive into a fucking checklist when they get home from an eight-hour shift at work? I know I don't. And it's a minor shift in thought process, but if you abandon the concept of checklist and start to think of them as directions to a destination, again, it's subtle, but your subconscious begins to shift and it becomes a little less resistant to doing the work. So, in summary, the key to creating your own step-by-step music career roadmap is to decide on your one-year goals or destinations for each zone. Then, once you have these destinations in your mind, you retroactively draw that map that leads you from where you are right now to where you want to be. And you can use your logic to create the checkpoints along the journey, like the major milestones along the way. Make sure that when you get in the car, And I'll thank you for allowing me to lean heavily on this metaphor here. You have to check your directions in front of you. In other words, use your milestones, which you derived from that ultimate destination, to dictate which daily activities you set for yourself. And if the activity that you're about to pour your energy into doesn't get you closer to the next checkpoint, you got to swap it for something else that does. And with practice, you're going to start to recognize that there's a pattern to these activities that you need to be filling your week with. And eventually, you'll build a routine around those activities, and planning your week will become automatic. And remember that this is a long game. Attracting a team or building a huge, successful project does not happen overnight or as the result of three months of really intense, frenzied action. It happens after years of consistent focus on keeping these zones healthy. You have to have faith in your map and that good things are coming. And listen, if you need help or you feel stuck, feel free to reach out to me at james at forestparkDIY. I answer all the emails. I love chatting, so be sure to hit me up. Once again, thank you for standing up, Zorik. I wish you and everyone else who's listening the best in your pursuits. Set your goals, draw your maps, dream big, make it happen. The world needs your voice. Let's do it. Ayo! Thanks for listening. This was another production of the DIY Music Management Podcast, where independent musicians learn how to manage their own damn careers. As a listener-focused podcast, I'd love for you to send me an email to tell me what your biggest challenges are as a DIY musician. You can reach me at james at forestparkDIY. You can join the Forest Park DIY community by signing up for our weekly newsletter where I share tips and strategies to help indie musicians feel confident and inspired about creating a map that'll get them from where they are right now to where they want to be. Just go to forestparkdiy.com newsletter to sign up.